You're listening to the Sea Plan Do Show with Gary O'Neill. All right, here you go. And keep the chain. life coach, serial entrepreneur, business coach, community activist, Gary O'Neill Jr. Shout out to Pops with the Junior. All right. Uh, thank you guys so much for checking in, watching straight from uh, YouTube, straight from Facebook, as well as if you're listening to this, you are listening from any one of the variety of music platforms that we're streaming live. So, Hopefully you had an amazing, amazing Tuesday. Man, I've been feeling really good on these Tuesdays despite all the things that's happening. But I feel good. You know, I've been working out. I've been monitoring my carbs. Man, this up. I'm going to make this work for me whether it wants to or not. So I have a wonderful, amazing person in the studio today. Welcome, Well, I want everybody to welcome Neek Niall C in the building today. What's up, Neek? Hey, everybody. What is going on? And we're definitely going to be able to talk about a lot of a host of things, but especially your amazing book today. All right. Here on episode 18, Enough is Enough. So for right now, I've been feeling about playing a lot of empowerment um, songs. So having that Stevie Wonder song, I love that. I love that song. And it's 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 amazing. So how have you been feeling today? I've been doing wonderful, wonderful, getting a lot of things accomplished. I feel great. Yeah, yeah. You're going to be a doctor. You're going to be a, a, a big doctor soon. So I want to make sure I get you on here before you superstar blow up. And I'll be like, hey, you want to come back on the show? And then I got to talk to your your secretary <laughs> or your assistant, assistant, assistant. Oh, man. But you are doing amazing. And I'm so, so happy and for you that you're out here 
doing what you want to do. All right. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. I aspire oh. to be like you one day. That's all. Oh no, that's that's you. That's you. So can we get to our <laughs> Can we get to our seed plan do moment of the week sponsored by Heart Savers Maryland? Heart Savers Maryland is your is Baltimore's best CPR training facility. All right. Currently, we are offering virtual CPR as well as regular CPRs open again. All right. Now that we're going under phase two, we are allowing to start teaching again. Uh, you can take virtual line. You can take uh, uh, adult pediatric BLS, bloodborne pathogens, any one of the trainings that you need for your, your, your company, as well if you want to know the skills. So guess what? Contact us by uh, emailing us at heartsaversmd at gmail.com or calling us directly at 443-602-0648. That is Heart Savers Maryland. You can find them on all social media platforms under Heart Savers MD. All right, your C-Plan do moment of the week is an amazing Malcolm X quote. Uh, and I just wanted to read this and, it is, and it's entitled Freedom. When a person places the proper value on freedom, there is nothing under the sun that he will not do to acquire that freedom. Whenever you hear a man saying he wants freedom, but in the next breath, he is going to tell you that he won't, what he won't do to get it or what he doesn't believe in doing in order to get it. He doesn't believe in freedom. A man who believes in freedom will do anything under the sun to acquire or preserve his freedom. That is a C plan view moment of the week. Freedom. All right. I really like that Malcolm X quote. All right. I love it. All right. So, you know what? Let's still keep going and rocking and rolling with our song. So another great song I feel for this time is going to be Donnie Hathaway's Someday we'll all be free. Someday we'll all be free, sponsored by Greenlight Entertainment. 
Greenlight Entertainment is your premier mobile DJing services, weddings, um, all types of social or corporate events. We are here to make sure that your event is the event. So please make sure you contact Greenlight Entertainment at greenlightentertain.com. That is, again, greenlightentertain.com. All right. So, Nick, can we get to today's topic? Can we go over stuff today? Yes, please do. Yes. Good, good. I like your earrings. I see the earrings you're rocking. I see the shirt that you're rocking. You're looking amazing, sis. You're looking great. You're looking great. Thank you. Thank you. Look at you. All right. So, episode 18, enough is enough. All Mm. right. So, Let's go into. I, I wanted to. I I, po, I I chose the name of this uh, name because enough is enough. It is a lot of things happening now in our society. A lot of things that are being recorded, that are being reported, and so enough is enough. And so the great thing that we're seeing is people are taking a stand. We see yeah. people going in the streets. We see businesses. We see businesses shutting down people who are posting uh, racist thoughts, posting inappropriate things. We are seeing people held accountable nowadays because guess what? Enough is enough. Enough is enough. And so I'm so glad and so happy to see we are doing more about empowerment. We are making sure that we're shifting our power from people who don't deserve our money, who don't deserve our time and our energy, and we're moving it back to people who who need that. And so I'm really, really happy about that. What do you think about that, Nick? So um, I just do want to congratulate everyone who has taken a stance, who is um, actually making an effort to contribute to this momentous time. The only thing that I want to say is I hope that this momentum can be maintained until October when it's time to actually take a true stance yes. and vote. Yes. Yes. So hopefully, hopefully this will drag out for as long as it can the whole yes. summer. Yes. As long as it's needed, because I, I love the protesting. I love this. The streets are flooded with protesting. Right. The street, I love it. Uh, every everywhere, and it's not just it's not just in Florida or the East Coast or the West Coast. It is everywhere. It's everywhere. So here we're here in Baltimore. It's happening in D.C. All the different surrounding areas, and guess what? We need it because injustice one place and justice everywhere. Just to paraphrase Martin Luther King. So we have to make sure that we stand up and make sure that we are holding people accountable uh, as well as being able to fight and uh, be able to highlight those things. So that is what I've been looking for. And I, and I love to see, um, I know that this is surrounding um, a horrible, horrible, horrible event and people are um, allowing their innermost thoughts to, be exposed and exploited. And unfortunately, for people who have those type of views, one, we can't see those things. We don't know those things until they are revealed to us. Yeah. But you have another group of people 
who is choosing to walk in solidarity. And yep. I just love how this is not just on a micro level, but macro. You have the NFL um, making a stance. Um, going against what was what was um, the whole Kaepernick thing before. And yeah. now they're actually seeing and they are embracing what people were trying to say before. Yeah, they're like, hey, oh, you guys are right. Oh, really? <laughs> we they were right about about that. Really? Right. Well, really? Okay. All right. Better so, late than never, though. It, you're you're absolutely right. And like you said, I love that people are getting outed right now. That that's what's happening. Yes. And you know, not only are people that are are, are being outed not just in social media. But you have people that are being addressed. You have people that are that, you know, they're losing money. See, for me, I love the protesting. I love people standing in the streets. I love the signs. I love all those things. But just like you said, it can't just be the social part, which is the awareness. We need that. We need those things. But we need the action behind it. So we can't say oh, this is wrong, this is wrong, and then in October, we don't vote. Exactly. Now, even now, we're not holding people accountable, okay? And so I wanted to highlight a couple of feelings that I had, and, and of course, you're going to be able to ch chime in. Um, and so, one, we have to be consistent, as you said, Nick. We have to be consistent with what's going on, and we have to make sure that we empower ourselves, not just Put making up a hashtag, not just running outside, not just saying, okay, I'm good, but we have to empower ourselves in all those avenues. So even in October, when we're voting for people, are we educating ourselves on who has our best interests in mind, right? Who has your best mm -hmm. interest in mind? The people that are uh, posting or we see them being uh, racist, making racist views, are they getting a cent of your money? And so that is what we need to do. We can't just say, hey, you know, we got to be consistent. All right. The world is exactly. moving, as Asisha said. And so we got to make sure that, hey, you know what? We're holding people accountable. You cannot do this any longer. All right. So we got to be consistent. All right. Now, did you get a chance to see here in Baltimore? Did you get a chance to see the Crab House, Vince's Crab House? Uh, I don't even really want to say their name. So I'm not going to say their name. I'm just going to say a raggedy Crab House. Did you get a chance yes. to see the protest that happened with that? I did. And I actually, I usually would not comment on things mm -hmm. like this. Mm -hmm. However, I had to, after he posted the video of yeah. what was supposed to be an apology, the, he didn't yeah. apologize at no. all. He just no. recognizes that his business will be negatively impacted. Yeah. He even said, I'm not even going to waste my breath on an apology because nobody wants to hear it. Right. So I just, I just love the fact I saw the two females that were inside of the store um, and then they escape out the back somehow. Yeah. I just wish it was a little more organized so Absolutely. that it would be more effective. Right. And that's and that's my next point is in addition to it's great that we're posting. We have that we're protesting. It's great that we're looking to be consistent. People are constantly protesting, but we need to have a voice. So if you are unaware, if you're not two Absolutely. things that are happening in Maryland, there was a crab house. Again, I will not say the name of that crab house any longer on the show. I will just refer to them as a raggedy 
disgusting crab house and the raggedy, disgusting yeah. owner of this raggedy, disgusting crab house decided to, to you know, surface some racist views. And instead of apologizing and, and even utilizing, say, hey, you know what? He could have said this was a long time ago. I was in a different place. Double down on it with a lame, disgusting apology. Not even an apology. We're not going to call it an apology. A statement that just seemingly was eight minutes and 46 seconds trolling what, what happened with George Floyd and him passing away and him being, no, not passing away, being murdered by an officer. And so we, so people, so if you don't know what happened, people went up to this raggedy, disgusting crab house and they protested. <laughs> the only thing, like you said, Nick, is that we needed what I, what my point is that we need to have community organizers, right? So that way we all can get behind one voice because it was great to see that the protesters were there, but everybody had their own agenda. First, we had somebody that was, you know, it was a couple of guys that were there. They wanted to have it closed. No, bring this man out, right? Then they were like nine days. I don't care if it's mm -hmm. nine seconds, nine days, nine years, nine minutes. No, we're not, we're not doing this. So I don't understand where these guys came from or who appointed them to be the, the voice, but they had a different agenda. They said, oh, shut down your business for nine days. No, how about we shut your business down for good? I look forward to driving up to middle. Exactly. I look forward to seeing this business die. I look, I look forward to it. I look forward to seeing the 70 to 75% of people who were affected by his comments to just now pull out their money and watch his business die. So it, it, it was, it was, it was tough to see that we did not have a solid voice to be able to voice our concerns. One, we didn't even need to talk to this man. We should have just been protesting, letting people know what's going on. I didn't feel like we needed to talk to this disgusting owner of, of one place because he has three other places. We should have been at all these hitting them all up. So we need to have a community organizers, you know, officials, any one of those. We need to be able to openly have one voice, guys. We got to have one voice. So we can't just go in there. So if you saw it, like I saw it, uh, multiple people were there. So, and it was like, you had one, you had these guys talking about nine. You had these guys talking about nine hours, you know, nine days. You had uh, multiple people, you know, coming in. This one elder person kept saying she was an elder. You know, she was having problems and she kept being scared about the police. Then you had all these different feelings and attitudes and it was a problem. And so we have it, it, it was just like Teresa said, it was hard to watch that. It was hard to watch it because I really felt good that people were protesting, but I felt bad that it was so disorganized. And we and then you just saw the in the the internal combustion. We saw just the it just disintegrate where now you have black people arguing with other black people. Somebody spit on somebody. People were ready to fight. Meanwhile, this racist, disgusting person was able to pretty much slip out the back. And that was a problem. So we got to. So like you said, we have to have community organizers in one voice and to voice our incident and to voice our concerns. And that's what we need to do. And, and, Jamal, and Jamal, just like you said, it was it was a mess. And we just have to do better with what's going on.
You know, when you think about uh, Martin Luther King and when they marched, it, 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 they had to be consistent, but we all knew what we had to do. All right. We all knew what we had to do. And so we have to just be better and we have to just make sure that we're organized. So that way we, we are putting people on notice. You won't be able to do this. All right. So also, I, 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 you know, so what are your feelings about that, Nick? So what, what else do you feel? So you said, that, yeah, we didn't have, uh, you know, we needed more organization. Uh, you also do other events and stuff like that. What else do you think we need? I, I think that sometimes your message is lost in translation if you don't have the organized chaos that you need. Yes, you needed people to be out there. You needed the emotion to be seen. You needed the emotion to be heard. But it has to be some type of organization so that the message that you're trying to send is supposed to be received. And right. I think that was the biggest issue with this particular um, protest. Um, they had one the other day down in front of the police station yeah. where they had the police there. They were answering questions. Um, All right. Looks like we lost her. So we'll just keep going. So my first thing was protesting, you know, the protesting we should protest. That is awareness. We should be able to protest everywhere. And I love that people are getting out there. We also should be consistent. So we can't just say, like, I swear, man, if I walk up to, if I go up to that disgusting crab place and I see people out here really getting stuff, I'm going to have an issue with that. Right. So we want to make sure that we're consistent. We need to have a community voice. I'm not going to lie. I was looking for community organizers. I was looking for some of these council people that were running for office. Like, I, I mean, I get it that you work, but like, somebody could have ran up there. I can even go as far as say, hey, where was Sheila Dixon at? Now, that's just a I'm not even going to lie. That's a reach to me to not have maybe Sheila Dixon there, but they could have had somebody. Um, but we need awareness and action in, as far as the protesting. But but keep going. You're back. I'm glad that you're back. Looks nice outside. Uh, give us your other thoughts about, about pro, the pro, recent protests that you've seen. I, I, I'm just I'm just disappointed in not just the political leaders, but some of the um, the other people who are who are um, who are running. Hold on. Nope. Too much noise out here, too. Um, I'm just trying to make sure I have a good connection so we're not cut off. Right. But okay. I just think that um, there are a lot of different. All right. Oh, Illuminati is a real thing. All right. So. Here's what else I want to talk about. So I, 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 I'm going to infer what she was talking about, but being able to have those community organizers, I needed y'all to be there. Now, I can't tell somebody where to be at any more than somebody can tell me where to be at. But also, if I have acknowledged that, hey, this is what we're doing, we should have had people out there. Now, I did see April Watts. Shout out to April Watts. She was there. And she was ready to rock and roll and it just got drowned out. And people were like, well, who are you? And she was trying to bring some peace. And I was like, thank you for showing up. And so it was really tough to see. We just got to be organized. It's great that we have people. And I'm bringing uh, Nick back. It's great to see that people had organization. But, you know, it's great to that we were, we were emotional. But we got to have uh, we got to have more 
organization. For, so that way we could just say, you right. know what? We could be a laser. We can't just fire off. We got to be a laser and say, you, we're going to hold you accountable. We're going to take away your our money from you. It, it, you know what the, the, the amazing, the, the disgusting part of it is how does someone, you, you know you're going to lose money. You know you're going to lose money. You, 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 you're, you're, the, you're, you're the, the people, the group of people that fund whatever you want, whatever your goals are to keep your business alive. How dare this person, this disgusting person openly just disrespect us. And then I, I, my views on what should have happened, I wish I could say on my show, but I'm a little bit more Malcolm than Martin. But I, but I believe we just got to pull all our money out. We got to be consistent and we can't let our personal desires override the community. You know, and when, when Malcolm marched. What, what I did appreciate, yeah. though. Yeah. What I, what I did appreciate, though, a lot of people came together and they gave information for other alternatives. Oh, yes. Um, yes. Letting yes. people know that you don't have to go to this particular place. Yes. Because there are many that you can patronize and you don't have to be treated like that. He yes. even recognized that the black community is 75% of his business. Yep. And so basically all the antics that he had on his page, he didn't care about that. All he cared about was his money, which is your money coming yep. into his organization so that he could continue to be rich. He cared nothing about anybody who was coming, he only cares about the money. And one of the points that I made in my statement that I put on his page, you should have did research before you came out here and made a, an open statement where you're talking about your best friend was black. That, was, that should have been the last thing that you have ever, I was listening and then we said, oh, cause my black friend, are you serious? You right. should know not to say that. Right, nope, but but racist minded people like that, they think it's okay. We've heard it multiple times. Oh, my black friend. Oh, my black friend. Yes. I yes. look forward to seeing this business die. I'm not even gonna lie. I look forward yeah. to that being the one. This being the one that in Baltimore, we're like, okay, you know what? Here we go. And now you get to see what happens. And so, well, well the one thing is be sure to pay attention to name changes, yep. um, change of ownership or something like that. So yeah. just pay attention to it. So he's just going to try to rebrand and come back because I think he had a page called the Wise Avenue Crab House or something like that. Yeah. But he's going to have to change the way that he operates because if anybody sees his face or even thinks that he has a role in it, they're not going to they're not going to mess with them. And that's what should be happening. And we see a lot of things happening now. Uh, I didn't feel like we needed an apology from homeboy. I, I felt like I, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest, Nick. I was about to go up there and then camera showed up mm -hmm. and I thought that I shouldn't go up there because my intent right. was to do something that should not be on camera. But I, but that's I, I did not want. But you know I mean I, I don't think we needed to talk to this person. We just needed to bleed them dry from the money that they're getting, and that's it. So like you said, I that's love. It. And now we see all of this money 
Now we're going to other, we're going to black owned crab houses and they showed all these different ones. And now we're infusing our community, you know, even like uh, a couple of crabs down under or Mackey's like, so they're all, they were selling out. That's what we should be doing from the yeah. get go. That's also my, one of my points is that exactly. I don't want us to be able to dangle, um, you know, empowering our own community as a punishment when 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 big corporations or racist people do something wrong, we should just be doing this off top, just doing this. So, right. and it was great. Right. We had a lot of education. People were were letting people know what's going on, and that's what we should be doing. Like I posted so many other restaurants that we can go to, and and people's might see to me a racist can be affected two ways: either you add something to them, or you take something away. The biggest thing is taking something away. You can add to them, maybe you uh. You know, you add a behind, you know, a beating or you take away <laughs> your money. But the money is the biggest thing. That's all they care about. We live in a capitalist society. So because we live in a capitalist society, exactly. you take somebody's money away. They're going to say, what? what? What's going on? But we got to be. Exactly. So if you're listening to this right now and you want crabs and they're close, I don't care. Go somewhere else. See, that's what we need. If my, if, Mal, if Martin Luther King had people walking you know, for over 365 days, we I think we can go to another crab house. So that's my thing. The last thing I wanted to talk about with this before we get to your amazing book. All right. We need awareness and action like we talked about. Yeah. And so we need to avoid distractions like social media pitfalls. And what I mean by social media pitfall is that we get so drained and so negative and we just cut down other people's uh, opportunities to do something. So when that looks like misinformation, we got to cut that out. The misinformation, we're posting stuff that's wrong. Like I hate that mm-hmm. on social media, someone can post an article that was years ago or, or, or satire or completely wrong. And they just post it as it's the gospel. You ain't do no research, none. You do no research. That's our job. We supposed to do that. So misinformation arguments. All right. I'm in a I'm in multiple since this is all this stuff has happened. There's been a lot of black empowerment groups that people have added me. And one day somebody had made a post about um, a positive post about black men. A lot of the women in the group will say, well, what about black women? What about black women? And I went on there and said, y'all just all lives matter. This post instead of making a positive post about women. Right. Or just saying or or scrolling past. You just said you just all lives matter. This whole thing. And, and so we got to avoid the arguments. And also, I'll be real with you, Nick. I am not a fan of challenges. And what I mean, they, I've been getting tagged in a lot of posts where it's a man taking a selfie and they're like, oh, I challenge other men to take a post. First of all, I'm not good at selfies. I'm not. I ain't <laughs> good at selfies. I'm not. So I don't get the point of saying tag this person in a post. But you know what I've been doing? I said, hey, if you have a teen who needs coaching, let me know. If you have a if you have if you're looking to start a business, I can help you. Let me know. And, you know, we do stuff like that. But I'm not for all these social media challenges that are trendy. That's supposed to be fun. This is not a fun time. We're supposed to be getting action. I need I need 10 men to say, yo, we're going to clean up this alley right here. Let's do that. 
I need I need some a group of people to saying, hey, we're going to invest in this business. That's what we need to do. Not we taking selfies. I agree. OK, I get it. This this beard can be on a selfie. It works. But guess what? No, enough is enough with the just the the pandering, the 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 tiredness, the, you know, I'm, I'm tired of all of the, the 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 social things to be trending. We need to be acting, action, action, awareness, action. All right. Yes. So that they can so that they can begin to take us seriously. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Have you seen a lot of of celebrities or companies being held accountable outside of the disgusting crap house we talked about in Maryland? Have you been <laughs> seeing other other places being held accountable? Um. So so people are going to um, dig up stuff. I've seen an, a few um, people who they either see something on their social media or businesses who have the same, you know, racial epithet. I've seen it, but I have not seen it enough. And yeah. the thing is, we have to have people like the guy who owns the disgusting crab house to make their true feelings known because otherwise they do whatever they have to do to collect your dollars mm -hmm. and then they talk stuff about you just like a lot of the fashion designers don't really want black people wearing their stuff nope. but they market it to them just because they know that they're the biggest consumer right who will support their brand and i love what you said earlier about us directing or, or giving people information on other entities that are in that scenario. So with that, so we had this disgusting crab house, raggedy, disgusting crab house. Sorry, but then we had <laughs> crab houses in our community. So I'm I'm calling on people to make let's make sure that we have entities in place so that way we can go to those things. So that way exactly. we have stores because we have a lot a lot of people are having issues with other minorities, uh, nail salons and spas, we have other places you can go. If we need to go to a store that's owned by, by black people, let's go to that store. Don't get mad yeah. and say, oh, this, this, this person is racist. They, they don't treat me right. Stop going there and then go to the other one. Exactly. So you don't have to say anything at all. Just stop going. There, there, at, near my job, uh, near, near my job, there is a store that I just don't feel good about as far as some of the things that he's been saying. He hasn't been old. He hasn't been open about some of the things, but some of the stuff that he says affects me as a black person. So right. some of his actions, very pandering, you know, so guess what? I said, I refuse to come at one time. I, I had it out with him. I said, I will never step foot in this place again. Now and I put and it up and just stick to it. And that's it. That's it. No more bacon egg and cheese sandwiches from this place. <laughs> I will buy my own. Well, now not sandwiches because I'm avoiding carbs. So no more bacon eggs. That's not from that place. Never. I will go to somewhere else. So we also need to have those things in mind. We need to have black more black-owned markets, more black-owned farms, more black-owned places. So that way we can alternate and go to those places. All right. So yeah. So we got to make sure that we and just how just how you use word of mouth marketing to build a business, you could do the same thing to tear it down. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, because oh, Nick, I went to that man's social page, social media page, said what I need to say. Then I let people know, hey, he's on uh, uh, Google. You know, he's on Google. Matt, you know, Google Places. 
one star review. I'm going to Yelp, one star review, all the places where somebody can see what you're doing, and we're gonna bring you that. And so collectively, you know, and, and those people, those places even shut it down. Yeah, and that's what we need to do for everybody. I don't know if you. One of my favorite shows that I like to watch is The Flash. Recently, one of the actors on The Flash, uh, they found some offensive stuff that he said previously. They got him right out of there. Mm -hmm. Right out of there. I was like, dang, he was out here making money. That's what you need to do. For racist companies and people, take their money away. That's how you do it. There was a CrossFit. that One of the CEOs for CrossFit said some racist stuff. People saw it. Reebok said, oh, no. We're not, we're not getting behind this. See, that's what we need, right? right. And and because initially, Definitely. I'm not gonna lie, my emotion said that maybe I should go up there to this racist, disgusting crab house and punch the racist, disgusting crab house owner in the face. But now, when I saw people shutting it down and we saying we're not going there no more, then I was chill. But if that's I start walking up down the street, because right now, I would hate to have to. I would hate to have to contribute to a bail for you, Gary. That's why I chill. I got to be here doing the show, right? I got to be here doing the show. But yeah, but I, I love that we were out there. We just got to be more, we just got to be more laser-like focused. All right? But yeah, I mean, it was good. All right. So, Neek, can we officially talk about your book now? Can we talk about your book? Can we talk about your amazing book? Yes, let's okay. talk about it. So as with all of my amazing guests on the show, I got to give you your formal bio. We already know who you are, but we got to give you your formal bio on the show. So everybody, please, welcome to the show, author Neek C. So in addition to being a lifelong learner, and she is lifelong, right? Lifelong learner. Nick is an author, an author, a full-time mother, employee, part-time radio personality, and entrepreneur. She gives back to her community by serving underprivileged youth and providing training and mentorship. All right, welcome to the show, Nick Niosi. Hey, I know I already said thank it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But I gotta give you, I gotta give you your flowers <laughs> right now. You are absolutely amazing, amazingly beautiful person, and I'm so glad and honored that you're on the show today. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I am truly honored to be here. Um, you know, this is the first show that I'm doing for this virtual book tour. Um, the book was a project that I intended to only do for my PhD internship. I know. And it's turned into something so much bigger. Yeah. And I really appreciate all of the support and love that I'm getting for it. Oh, absolutely. And guys, and so we're going to talk about this book that she's going to go. And if you go to the Facebook page right now, I've already posted the link right now. I want people to buy the book right now, even before she even talk about it. Buy the book right now, right now, Amazon. I already posted the link. Uh, Make sure you buy it right now. So, before I, I know you've seen all the shows. So just like with everybody, before we get into the questions, I gotta ask you, Doctor. I'm about to start calling you Doc. All right. We gotta I love get it. Into, we gotta get into my segment, which I love, which is called Fuego the Pino, which is just a bunch of questions I have for you. You don't know what the questions are. See, see, you don't know what some of the questions are, but we're going to see how you feel. All right. Are you ready? Are you ready? 
I'm ready. Okay. I am. All right. I don't even want to read that one. I don't, I don't like that one. Here, here we go right here. No, I don't even want to read that one. See, some of these are weird. All right. I read already. Oh, uh, here we go right here. Uh, let's go with which living person? I'm going to read it right here. Which living person do you most admire outside of Gary O'Neill? Um, could you repeat the question, please? All right, here we go right here. I'm going to show you. Again. Which living person do you most admire outside of me? I don't want you to say me. I know you're ready to say it. Don't say me. Okay. Um, so I most admire um, this is a tough one because I have a lot of people that I admire. But I'll tell you, I won't I won't say his name because he's probably shy, but I admire a young black man who is to me taking care of his business. He's an amazing dad. He um he's he's living well beyond his years and he is not living up to any of the stereotypes. I have no idea what it's like to be a black man in America today, but it's not just one particular person, but I love to see a black man who is about his business doing anything that is outside of what America says that black men are. Yeah. Okay. So shout out to that black. You don't want to say his name. So shout out to that black no. man. You know who you are. All right, all right, okay. All right, are you ready for Fuego Rapido? Question number two. Are you ready for question number two? I am. Bring it on. All right, here we go. And I see, and shout out to everybody watching right now. Shashelle, <laughs> Teresa, Joni, Charlie said these questions are fire. She knows about Fuego Rapido. She was on the show. What is left on your bucket list, ma'am? What you got left? Listen, so I have so many things that I would like to do, but I'm trying to 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 keep hope alive that they'll change some of these weight limits on some of these things so that I can reduce my fear and try some new things. I, <laughs> I would love to jump out of a plane. I would love to do a lot of things, but, you know, we have weight restrictions, so I respect those things. Listen, so most people know I had weight loss surgery, right? So prior to mm -hmm. weight loss surgery, on my 35th birthday, I said, you know what? I want to go skydiving. Mm -hmm. so I called them up and I said, hey, I want to go skydiving. They said, how much you weigh? At the time, I was like 380, 390. And they said, no, you're too big. And mm -hmm. I said, to fall out of the sky? Out of the sky? Like, to fall out of a plane, I'm too big? Like, we have planes in the air. We have satellites. We have rockets. Apparently, we have UFOs. I'm too big to fall out. Just fall. Hey, hey, I'm out of here. Hey, y'all, peace. Oh, that's it? How about this? Right. Do, do you know? All right, so that's on your bucket list. You want to go skydiving? Yes, I want to go skydiving. I want to go horseback riding. I want to do... All the things that my weight has stopped me from doing. All right. Well, let's let's get it. Let's get you down where you ride the horse. What's up? Or falling out of a plane. Can we do yes. that? 
All right, okay, so you heard it. She's on the show. She said she's going to work on it because we need you to ride a horse now. Now you got to ride a horse. Yes. And you got to have a <laughs> yes. You got to do it now. It got to happen. All right, okay. All right. Absolutely. All right, here we go. I like this one. I like this one a lot. Are you ready? What are you most excited about right now? I am so excited about being in the capstone class to this PhD program. This is it. I'm going to start my chapter one and have it done so that I can take my comp exams, um, move on to the next three or four chapters, propose this dissertation and get started so that I can be Dr. Davis. Listen, next time I see you, first of all, that's your name from from now on. It's Dr. Davis from now on. I, you lucky I can't change your I name on this list because it would be Dr. Davis from now. So now from now on, that's what you call. That's what you're being called. Dr. Davis. Yes, you know, I love it. PhD, they're gonna put you in that puffy suit. Yes. With the restaurant hat. Let me let me <laughs> tell you, let me tell you how somebody when I got my master's, right? I was like, oh, I feel good, you know, we're going up there. And then this person got their doctorate. Let me tell you, if y'all don't know, let me tell you how they shut it down. First, oh, they're not walking up there in a line like us, like us regular folk. Oh, no. They are calling no. one by one down the aisle. I need to be a doctor now because I need to just stand there. And, I, and then they put the they put it on you. You don't wear it. They, they drape it over you. What? Yes. I need that. Yes. I need to be spinning around in a circle with draped. And you know what we kept telling that person? Congratulations, doctor. Congratulations. I don't even know what that man got a doctorate in. But that man was a doctor. <laughs> Agriculture. It, it, right. <laughs> so I am so looking forward. Dr. Davis. I can't wait. I can't wait. I, can, I, I look forward to that day for you. All right. Okay. All right. Two more. All right, you good, Doc? Two more? You got two more for me? All right, here we go. What, I, I think I got it. All right, what is something you like that most people don't? What is something you like that most people don't? So um, I'm a Capricorn, so people don't like to have so much work and not enough play. But I love work. I love accomplishments. I love Moving forward, I love helping other people move forward. So okay. I love work. So you love work. Okay. I'm going to say, what is something I love that most, that some people don't? I love chitlins. Oh, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I love chitlins. Uh, you made me want to throw up. I love <laughs> Listen, man, put some hot sauce on it. A little bit. Listen, do you know the vibes? First of all, two sabes las vibras means do you you know the vibes? Come on now. Right. <laughs> oh man, I, I knew I was gonna get you with that one. I knew I knew that you was done when I said that. All right, and yeah, all, the in the absolutely. all the people in the comment section are now putting up the sick emojis. Dang, Candace. <laughs> I thought Man, you were cutting out carbs. You shouldn't be eating that. 
I mean, but I, I mean, I just saying I like it. I haven't had it in a while, y'all. I just haven't had it in a while. I'm just saying I like it. Okay. Celeste uh, said, ill. Oh, Celeste said candy corn. Do you like candy corn? Now, I'm going to put my finger on the I door. love candy corn. Woo! I knew it. I knew it. Because I had my finger on the delete button. Because if you the, I refuse <laughs> to let anybody on the show slander the good name. I ain't let it happen on the internet radio show. And a dang show ain't going to happen <laughs> on my podcast. Somebody going to slander the good name of candy corn. If somebody yes, hail to the candy corn. And I see you on the comments. If you have a problem with candy corn, turn your locations on so we can solve it. Okay? All right. I didn't get a chance to fight the disgusting crab on them, but one of y'all will catch it. <laughs> right. All right. Okay. All right. One more before we get to your book. And I really I'm looking forward to hearing um hearing what you what you know your thoughts, your you know, answering those questions. All right, here we go about your book. Here we go right here. Last one, and we're moving on. What is the worst job you've ever had? What is Harry, the worst that's job? Unfair. I've had one job my entire adult life. <laughs> so I would have to say the one that I currently work in that I only have 1,579 days to be in. Okay. I don't have any follow-up questions. So... <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the job that you've always had for your entire life, that's the job you hate. Yes. I just want yes. to. Yes. And I'm counting one. down my days. And then you count, you ain't, you counted down the days <laughs> like you had 30 days left. You just said 1,005. How many days? How many days? 581. You said 581? Yes. 1,581. Ma'am, you don't need to be counting down and you got 1,500 days left. Let me use my calculator real quick. Listen. No, we're going to have to talk about this. One thousand. No, no, no. One days divided by 365. Ma'am, you still got four whole years left. You will watch a whole president. It doesn't matter. When I first started counting, I had seven years to go, but the time it is just melting away. So before right. you know it, I'll be to a thousand days, and then, then three hundred, and then I am out of there. Yeah, Jamee says that's real hate. You're right. When somebody count down, I have one thousand five. Somebody you don't calculated it. You ain't say I got thirty days or twenty two days. Or you gonna watch a whole presidential election come and go. So the net whoever gets in office, yep. that's it. I did. <laughs> Charlie says yep. she feels your countdown. I understand. Yeah. So every day you just you got a whole you can't even have a, a chalkboard. You got to have a whole wall just cr cross. Yes. <laughs> Somebody will get locked up today and be home before you get done. <laughs> Absolutely, but I am counting down. Uh, now, now, and it's funny down. because I work in a criminal justice system. Counting down. Yeah. So now you're still in this fed time. Got it. Okay. <laughs> that was really good. All right. Thank you for playing Fuego Rapido. Thank you so much for that. Let's get into your book. All right. So your amazing book. And guys, I already posted. I'm going to post it one more time. I'm going to post the, the, 
go to the Facebook page right now, and I've already posted the book. All right, and so right now we're going to have Meek discuss her new book. All right, so first, please let people know about you. Please please tell people, oh, oh, hold up. First of all, where's mine at? Where's my book? I have it. I have it. I'm going to buy my book today, and I can I get it autographed? Can I get my book? Absolutely. All Absolutely. Right. Okay. So your book. All right. So your your book is called Lead for Those Who Suffer Among Us, right? So yeah. please give us a brief synopsis about your book. So this story, um, it, it entails the life of a girl who grows up in the projects and she goes throughout her life experiencing different traumatic things. Mm-hmm. And um, as she grows older, she looks at how those experiences have shaped and molded who she is as a follower. Okay. Okay, good. All right. So question number one, what was your motivation in creating this book? So um, I told you that I work at a place that I absolutely hate. You did. How many days? days? 1,581? Yes. And um, so at the particular time, I was um, maybe finishing up my first year in the um, PhD program. Yeah. And so it was time to think about your internship. So because of the experience that I was having with this abusive female supervisor Mm. who happens to be African-American, I decided to take an unprecedented route at bringing light to issues that we have in leadership. Whatever our internship was, it had to be connected to leadership. So I have a different view as to what that looks like, because in my program, I am one of the only students who does not have a legitimate leadership role at work. Mm. So I always want to bring to their attention that followership is just as important as leadership because without followers, you don't have a leader. Absolutely. So as I'm experiencing this um, workplace bullying, um, this abusive supervision, I felt like I could rip this lady's head off when I Mm. go into this office. Mm. Um, like I said, I love to work. I pride myself on my work ethic, but she was just making it so hard for me to coexist in this space. So yeah. what I wanted them to understand is you don't ever really know the mental space that anyone is in. Right. So you don't know where I've come from. You don't know what I'm experiencing. And this is how you create those people who go postal. Good thing I had enough self-control and I have addressed my issues that I did not go to work and blow anybody's head off. Mm -hmm. I internalized my issue and then I had to take a step back. And so I went to therapy. When I got to therapy, of course, they asked a lot of intrusive questions to find Mm -hmm. out where you've been in your life and what is causing this to happen or why you can't deal with said things. And one of the things that he discovered is that the things that I experienced in my past, meaning abuse, um, because this book, I I will tell you, it's real, it's raw, 
It's relative to a lot of things that people are going through. And he basically said, because of the legacy of trauma, now as an adult, I will not tolerate any form of abuse, no matter how it comes. Mm -hmm. And at that same time, I was experiencing issues with the, um, the program that I'm in because the, um, for whatever reason, PhD programs have a lot of issues with abuse and hazing. Mm. That's found in um, literature, and my program was no different. So in order to conceptualize what was actually happening, I had to look at myself. And so I decided to write this story, not just for my supervisor, but for the program, for them to understand how you treat people is relevant to how they perform. Yeah, absolutely. So that was the whole motivation behind the book. Hmm. So, and I'm I'm so looking forward because we already had previously talked about this book. And when you broke down the reason, yeah. I was like, yeah. It might have been when you first was writing it, it might have been like 1,728 days. I don't know how many days you had. But I, I'm right. so glad that you actually wrote, you know, that you, you finished the book and that you actually have it in the hand. I'm going to have to come by and get my book. Sign. So you can start signing Absolutely. mine now. I'm getting mine tomorrow morning. All right. Okay. Absolutely. So, so you wrote this book. You were going to therapy. I let me say this. I'm so sorry that you had to experience one poor leadership and two poor leadership from somebody the same hue as you. Because what message uh-huh. are we sending everybody? Right. Um, so you you did you were writing this book. What is one thing that you learned? from writing this book yourself that you learned as you were generating it, as you were doing it, what's, what's something that you learned? I learned that being able to write down your thoughts, your feelings and everything that you are experiencing is cathartic because when I first started writing, some of the things I had suppressed, i never, I was not even thinking about it at all, mm. but then being able to write it down and just, experience all of those feelings and emotions i can now say that today now that the the book is 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 out it's published i can say that uh, a weight has been lifted Mm. all the things that i was afraid of with people knowing um it's gone i've I've Mm. done it i've released that Mm. so that is what i've learned to not to not to suppress anything, just let it out. However, that looks, it may not be a book. It may be an argument. It may be, you know, a protest, get it out. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why even with the protest, we saw so much raw anger, raw emotion, Mm -hmm. because people needed an avenue to to have it, which is why we had riots. We had riots. Now don't get me wrong. There's some people who were opportunistic and they wanted to just loot. But we had riots because people were upset and they needed an avenue to be able to get out this. And riots are the language of the unheard. That's what Martin Luther King said. Okay, so that's good. And I I can't wait to read this book. I cannot wait. All right. So you caught you went you already discussed the title, right? And so can you just give us a little bit more about when you wrote lead for you your your title of your book? Can you just break down? One, your title of the book and why you, because this is not your, your author's name is not your, your government name. So can you yeah. give us the both on why you came up with the title of your name, of your book? And why did you have, why do you have your author name? 
Okay, so the title is just that because it's a follower-driven book. And I want leaders to know that you don't know what I suffer with yeah. when I come under your leadership. Right. So in this book, I talk about child sexual abuse, mm -hmm. sexual assault, domestic violence, um, and all of that before I even become an employee. Absolutely. So I just think that it's very important for people to know their own experiences and how their experiences shape and mold the way they think and they view the world, because it's very important. All of your experiences contribute to who you are when you grow up. The whole purpose of the book, though, is to use in support groups that I have for my mentorship program, because there are children who are experiencing many of the things that I have experienced in my life. So I want them to know early on and not to have to wait until they're adults in the workforce yeah. to be able to unpack and address those things. Yeah. So yeah. that's the first thing. So when I was writing, I chose Neek Nyusi. Neek is queen spelled backwards. Nyusi is the Swahili word for black. So in essence, my name means black queen. Yeah. And if you actually look up what the word neek means, I actually put that in the book because it talks about determination, perseverance, getting things done. And that name itself really described who I am as a person. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So initially, because my um, perpetrators are still alive, mm -hmm. I wanted to use a pseudonym so that I, as Lakeisha, am not known. Right. However, when I thought about how I would market this book, how it would seem relevant, yeah, nobody knew who Neek was. Yeah, nobody. Nobody knew, knew who she was. Yeah. So I would have to build a whole new personality for people to even understand who she is, to follow her and all of that, when Lakeisha had all of that. So I can just kind of like melt it in into who I was presently. I love it. I love so it. I just I love, kept I it as my author name, but my face is there. It's there. It's there. Okay. All right. Um, so you already highlighted why you why the name of the book, why you use your pseudonym. Um, you already highlighted some pieces, but what is get can you give us another lesson outside of hey, you know, as a leader. Because we're given a gift. We're given a gift by your followers to do this. Like even people right now that's watching the show that is going to buy your book, they're giving us a gift of being able to do these things. And so what's what's something else that the leader, that that they, the reader, not even the leader, anybody, whether it's a leader, a follower, a young person, old, older person, you know, what is another nugget that 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 you realize that people are going to get from reading this amazing book? So um, every, everybody is an audience for this book. I talk to males because a lot of times they are left out. Um, a, a, a lot of these things aren't talked about because of a lot of the things that are suppressed, things that society wants us to hide and keep away. So, so one thing that I say is lead, follow, and inspire. My story isn't over yet. Yeah. So... So know your story 
because everybody has a story. So that's one of the one of the hashtags. So know who you are, know your experiences and know where you want to go. And don't be ashamed of what it is, mm -hmm. because I, I talk about a lot of stuff about myself that people wouldn't know. But I'm proud of who I've become. I was I had my first child at 16. And I'm not 40 yet, but I'm in a position to become a Ph.D. candidate. I could have been a lot of things. I could have been a prostitute. I could have been a drug addict. I could have been a lot of things, but I'm not. And I'm proud to say that. And we're proud to hear that. I've broken a lot of cycles. My my daughter is 23. I'm not a grandmother. Mm -hmm. um, my son, he's 18. I'm, I'm not a grandmother. So I, I feel great um, from, from where I've been able to come from and be able to share my story. Absolutely. Okay. That, that is, I'm, this is going to be, I just, I, I've been reading, I've been committing to reading multiple books a week. So I'm going to have to meet up with you and get my signed book, take my picture with you. Cause I, that's going to be my next book. I'm almost done with the book I have now. And I'm going to be, this is the, this is the next book It is very inspiring. Um, I am looking forward to it. So please give us one last thought that you just want to leave with the millions and millions of people watching this or the millions of people listening, just give us your last thoughts, uh, your, you know, feelings, thoughts, something to leave with us. Lead, follow, and inspire. Everybody has a story, and my story is not over yet. I like it. I like it. All right. So, uh, so in addition to Amazon, is there any other place? So, I, And I kept posting the link. Guys, so I want I need 10 people right now to buy this book right now. You can go on the Facebook page in the in the comments. I've already posted the link. I'm gonna post it again after the show is over. But I need multiple people, at least 10, more than 10 people buying this book. In addition to Amazon, where else? Where are, are there any other platforms that people can buy this book? Gary, I just had one last thing to say to you. This is your show. Girl power. Girl power. There you go. Girl power. Okay. Okay. Girl power to all of these women out here doing amazing, amazing things. Not to take anything away from you, Gary. Nope. This but is a girl pro. power. This is the this is a pro pro woman uh, pocket. You can say whatever you want. Okay. <laughs> you have the freedom. This is your show. Okay. <laughs> yes. So we have the link. How else can people contact you? How else can people connect with you? So I am on Facebook as Neek Nayusi. That's my author page. Yep. Um, you can follow my business or my organization at One and Done Programs and Services. That's like one, one a prize, W-O Programs and Services. For okay. my LLC, that's done by Neek, D-O-N-E-B-Y-N-E-E-U-Q. Okay. And we're going to make sure we put all that information out there. Nick, thank you so much for being a part of this show. You're absolutely amazing. And sister, I love you. You are absolutely amazing. Thank you so right. much. All right. As thank always, you. everybody, that's the end of the show. As always, you can always catch each and every show on Tuesday here, 7 p.m. All right. You can check out the link to look at all of the YouTube videos. You can listen to all of the, the podcasts on the platform and check out Facebook for all this additional content, baby. All right. If you are looking to promote your events, goods or services or books, anything, you can definitely reach out to me for partnership opportunities. 
Uh, if you want to be a guest on the show, if you want to be interviewed, please contact me. Uh, and you can utilize those links to get in contact with me. Uh, last, but certainly not least, thank you guys for constantly being an amazing and constant supporter of this show. All right. Thank you for checking out the show. Please share this show as well as, as, well as other shows that, that speak to you. Please like and subscribe on the YouTube channel. All right. Catch me next week. Next week. You catch me outside and catch me next week for another jam-packed episode. Father's Day is coming up. We're going to have an amazing show for Father's Day. And guess, what is it packed with? Not orange juice, too many carbs. Not apple juice, too many carbs. Maybe a nice protein shake and the vibes. All right? So, and so thank you for being such the best part of the show. All right? Until we see each other again, until we talk again, until we share those special, special moments again, please stay safe. Please stay home, out of the way. And always remember, guys, to see, plan, and do. Thank you, and you're welcome. All right. Good night, everybody.